what is going on everybody i hope you had an amazing day today as well if you're gonna like i said if you're gonna listen to this into the morning i hope you have an amazing great joyful day but if you're gonna listen to this at nighttime man i hope that today was just a blessing and that you found joy and peace in it but today we're actually gonna go over one topic man like we're gonna just keep it simple keep it clean but we're gonna get deep with it but overall I hope you're doing well. Hope your family's doing well. And I love you. So, welcome back. And so, today we're going to be talking about isolation. And we're going to get deep with this. So, isolation could be a scary thing. It really can be. Just because, one, you seem like you're literally by yourself. And that, you know, you may be losing friends, um... There's conversation going around you. You seem like you're just not in that type of setting like you were before. And there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> Let me say that. There's nothing wrong with you. You didn't do nothing wrong. It's simply that God is pulling you away. For one, to protect you. And two, because you're growing. Personally, when I was in the isolation season. And man, let me let me tell you. like My isolation season was ridiculous because... It really had me to the point that I did not want to do anything. I mean, like anybody. I was so content. I am content with myself. Like I'm so secure with myself. And just knowing that who I am in Christ, like, it literally helped me grow and lead on to God. So being in an isolation season is not because you did something wrong or because um, that you got things going on around you. Like, it's none of that. It's simply because God is trying to make you grow that you're going to be growing in faith and as well that there's probably some things in you that God is going to start pulling out of you to heal up your your wounds or just things in general so like for me when I was in isolation season it was because like I remember when I said in my like past episodes of the podcast that I had to let things go I literally had to let things go and I didn't know how to so God literally put me in an isolation season to realize that you know he's more than enough than what I was needing and wanting, that God will fulfill everything and that Jesus fulfills everything in my heart. So that's the reason why, like, I was placed in isolation season. But like I said, isolation season is just to help you navigate through your spiritual life, to realize, like I said, that to lean on God and that everything that you're thinking, everything you wanted to do, it's going to have to be through Him. And that it can be discouraging in your walk because, you know, it seems like, man, I, I like I was doing good like for me I was doing good I was surrounded by a lot of people and I still am and it was just like the, the point that I was going through a season of where I really felt like I was growing and the maturity was different because when I sit with the certain people I'm like I've outgrown these people and it gets to you because you're like man I'm really growing but in that time of isolation it's amazing. It hurts, but it's amazing because you're growing inside your calling and the faith you have in Jesus. And being in an isolated season is where you, like I said, grow the most because it makes you lean on God. But not only that, it helps you be content with yourself because I feel like a lot of us, I personally had this problem that I always feel like I had had somebody in my life. Like I always felt like I needed somebody there a significant other or just even an individual to help me get through my life or just to be there so i could feel that comfort of being seen or heard but you are seen and heard 
And it says that in Isaiah 41.10. God literally says in his word, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with your righteous right hand. For I am the Lord, your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Like, God is there. In the times of isolation, you're simply not alone. It may seem like that just because, you know, the physical appearance, nothing's really around you. So with me, I literally learned that to fill my void was simply lean on God and tune into his word and realize that, man, no matter what, God is always going to be there for you, no matter what you go through. And it could be tough. Like I said, because it's not like you're losing everybody, but you aren't. And so the season of loneliness and growing is because it's like it's going to pull some things out of you and make you correct some things and things that you push off to the side when you're younger. And so some of the greatest times of growth and development and spiritual has been the times where God literally strips you from like the life that you're in right now. And it's just literally you and him and it helps with growth like i said but also it heals you so i like during my time of uh being in the months of you know october through december i was really navigating through isolation and you know there's still parts of like that still lingering on me like the isolation because like there's still things that god is fixing to me and getting me ready for uh that new step in my life like, I really feel like 2024 this year is, is going to take off. Like, there's a bunch of things coming up in the next month. I simply do not know. Like, I really don't know. But I have faith and trust in God that just that feeling and how the presence is moving, something big is going to happen. Like, I really think something major is really going to happen. And it's going to happen with everybody, the whole spiritual body. And so, I just can't wait. And... During this time, like, take advantage of it in your isolation season. I remember my pastor, Isaiah, Pastor Isaiah, um, he said that your singleness season, especially when you're isolated, be selfish. Like, literally, be selfish. But don't be mean. You know what I mean? Like, don't be rude or anything, but be self, like, selfless. Not selfless. Be. How do I just say it? Ah, I just had the word in my head. But you know what I mean. Take advantage of it. Do what you need to do. Do what you want to do and grow. Be like literally all about you. And simply in your season of singleness as well, isolation. Like I said, take advantage of it. Tune into what God says to you because this is where the growing begins. So, yes, in your walk, it's going to be hard. And that's what I would like to speak on too. Walking with Jesus is so worth it. It's so dang worth it. But it is hard. I know people make it seem like it's like the perfect thing. It is perfect, but it's so hard. Like, it's not going to always be the ups. Like, the ups comes with the downs. And during those downs, it's not to punish you, but it's really there to test your faith and your believing in Christ and let him grow you as a person and your spiritual self. And it just helps you to get purified, too. During this season, it helps you to purify and it sets you part away from sin that maybe you weren't thinking that you were doing. And so going back to my last episode of talking about fasting and prayer, like during that time to fasting and prayer, you realize that that's when the isolation begins. Because 
it's just you and God. And I had another question that was popped up through like this topic was self control. This helps, you know, with self control as well. That to realize that, you know, maybe you have things that are need to be worked on. Maybe you're oversharing. Maybe you have um other business with people that you are simply bringing to to other conversations or talking behind people's back and like i'm telling you that's one of the things that god says not to do is gossip because it is a sin i know it's kind of hard for us as humans not to talk about other people we're just talking in general because even though it may seem not like we're not speaking bad it's still speaking behind somebody's back but like during that time of getting into isolation season it really shows that you could be humble and get the humility that you're looking for and the grace of God will fall upon you because it is something that will guide you into your next season. So I seen this video on TikTok and it was by Mike Todd and Tim Ross and they're having like a conversation and um, Mike Todd was like, I think he started to realize that the more storms you go into and the battles you go into, that's where you start to feel like, not feel like, but you know that you're doing something for the kingdom of God because the enemy wouldn't be attacking you as hard if you weren't going through those. And so what I'm trying to say is that in those seasons of isolation, there's going to be attacks, but those attacks are going to be like nothing because that's when God's moving in your life and growing you as a person to prepare you for that battle. Like even I, I said in Ephesians 6, you know, got to wear the whole spirit of uh, the armor of God. And so when you have that on and you dwell in his, you know, his presence and dwell in who he is and grow within who he is, simply will prepare you for everything and it can be difficult sometimes but i encourage you it's so worth it it really is worth it and don't give up like just keep pushing and just keep going and on top of that another question was like how do i maintain my fire so once again to maintain your fire is just really building your salvation and what you believe in and which is christ that reading your word, continue just to seek him, let him minister to you. Um, every possible chance that you meet a random person, like for example, today, I was at the gym, I was hitting chest, and I had this football shirt on, and these two um, island, like Polynesian people came up to me, Polynesian um, culture came up to me, and these two, I don't know, I'm not going to say it, like, because I'm not going to judge, but they're a poly, and they came up to me, they're like, Hey, bro, like, did you go to Fife High School? And I was like, nah, man, I went to Mount Rainier High School. He's like, oh, I'm just asking because you had that, that shirt on. And we had a camp that, like, you so shirt out. I was like, nah, this is when my brother was at this school. But um, I went to the same high school. But I know about Fife High School because I know two people that go there. And they're like, oh, for real, like, who? And I gave off the names who I knew that went there. And they're like, oh, dude, I played football with them as well. And so it's just kind of like the opportunity. And I told them my name and I told them what I do. And so, like, even the simplest thing that it allowed me to plant a seed, but it also let me to be used by God. And so during that time of when I was in isolation season as well, it helped me gain my confidence to know that God will use me. And simply like growing into your isolation season, it helps you learn how to pray. So for me, when I pray, like I kind of think like this, I think prayer is an acronym. It's like P is praise, R is for repent um a is for asking and y is for yield and yield means to literally sit there and be quiet and let god speak to you that's kind of how i like go through my prayers but i don't go in that like 
no, that vague into that uh, acronym, but I simply just like, for me, I personally just give praise to God. Like, I don't really ask for much. And if I do, um, I keep it with his word. I line it with his word because that promises that he gives in his word is what's going to help you line up with your prayers. And I know one of the questions I received earlier in these no episodes was like God's not hearing my prayers, but God hears everything. For example, my bro just hit me up today that he had an encounterment with somebody in the walk too at his work, and my guy's been searching to. He's been in real estate school, and so this guy that he was talking to happened to be like I said in the walk. They were chopping it up, and that guy gave him a business card, and he didn't even know what the business card was, and it happened to be a real estate guy that's willing to teach him and everything, and then. um as well like today he got hit up by a football coach to ask what his recruitment status is looking like but these are prayers that he's been praying about been talking to me about and i've been praying on his behalf for it but it came all in time that it comes in time like the season of being obedient let god work and just show that you can stewardship over something that he's giving you in your moment so he could give you more later down the road because he knows that you're, you're able to maintain it and he could trust you with it so like going back to like I keep referring to my old podcast episodes because a lot of that stuff ties into to this episode. Like even with me wanting a relationship, me wanting to um I desire one, but I know I'm not ready because I have to be able to search for what I need to do. So let me say like this. I believe I am ready. But I know I'm not ready. You get what I'm saying? Like, I know I want a relationship. I know how to maintain a relationship. But I want to be able to maintain it and able to lead a relationship more than I think right now. So not only that to build, you know, myself or the individual, but how to simply lead as a godly man. And so when that time comes and when we have these episodes or the upcoming episode about to navigate into a relationship as a godly man. And so... I really will go in depth with that. So if all the man, all the guys out here listening to this and you're looking to hop into faith or you're beginning your faith, stay tuned because we're going to have a deep podcast episode about a godly man traits. And I know we're going to have one for the women too coming out. And then simply we're going to have personalized questions for the individuals about what they think about certain topics inside that environment. But Going back to isolation, that it can be difficult, but it's probably the one time, not the one time, but it's one of the best times to really let your fruits grow and even navigate through your self-control of things that you need help getting over and really lean into God. So, like, like I said, I encourage you just to keep going. Don't give up and able to understand that This is all going to grow you into the person that you are and the godly person that God's making you and that everything will be okay. And that the process, even like with walking, so with my walk, everybody's walk is different. That's what I want to say. Everybody's walk is different and mine was completely different. Like for me, um, you know, you probably seen the first episode that I was literally just checking everything out. Like I got convicted i had a spiritual encounterment with jesus in my room after the chosen and i simply jumped into it but it's different for everybody not everybody's going to take the 
take the hand or the knocking like some people do. And that's simply okay because Jesus still works with them and still uses them just like how he uses me. Like everybody's walk is different. Everybody's isolation season is different. Everybody's season and storms and trials and tribulations are completely different. But my main thing is that no matter what, God is still going to work and still going to use you to grow you as an individually, an individually, as an individual person inside his kingdom. And so things like that are really the best things like I just enjoy. And it just shows you in the working of God and the wonderful person he is and the faithful person he is because he's willing to take you away from a spot of where you think you have everything going on well or maybe not and he shows you look i got more for you but i need you to spend time with me and stay in tune with me and dig deep with me and push literally push with me just keep having that um perseverance of following me and knowing that everything's going to be okay and so um I'm going to answer another question because I know that I said this is going to be about isolation, but the questions that I'm like answering had to do with isolation. So it's going to be a great thing. So one of the questions is that I'm going to add into this topic is what is God speaking to you about his stewardship and provision? What are you intentionally stewarding over today? Have your faith that you'll receive greater in the future. Um, I, for me, I'm going to answer the first part of that question is that literally he's allowed me to come to the idea that stewardship it has to do with responsibility and discipline because you know you could tell a individual i need you to take care of this it's like so if you give like i don't know if you guys seen this video but there's videos if you give a baby an egg the baby knows how fragile it is and will literally like take care of the egg and make sure it won't break and so that's kind of how i see god giving us a thing to steward overship he will literally give you something to make sure you don't break it because he knows how fragile it is. And in that time of being a steward to it, um, he was like, okay, that I see that I could trust you. I see that you know what to do with it. What if I give you a little bit more, something that's a little bit more fragile? How are you going to take care of it? And he's going to test you through that too. So personally for me, like things that he's been stewardship over or giving me stewardship over is simply the podcast. How am I going to take care of the podcast? How consistently I'm going to do it? How many ideas that ideas, but how am I going to, uh, how do I say this? Let his presence flow through it and not mine and let him take control of it and not let myself take control of it. So it's those type of things. And as well, he's given me opportunities to even, like I said, teach high school teach the kids and teach a lot of things that I need to be stewardship over in and trusting me to do that and I need I know that sometimes it could be a lot with what God gives us a stewardship over but God wouldn't give it to you if he didn't if he knows that he could trust you if he didn't think he could trust you which he does he does trust you so he knows that it's gonna work like everything is gonna work accordingly to his plan because he's letting you have it and so what am I intentionally stewarding over in right now? I think over right now is just myself and my presence with God. Like I said, I play this three hours soaking presence with like in his presence. Like I literally would sit for three hours or I'll replay it while I'm sleeping because it allows me to sit in his presence and sleep in the presence of God. I even play on my way to work and let God speak to me. Sometimes I'll be praying in it, but 
I think the best thing for me is like knowing how to sit in his presence. But the stewardship that he's allowed me to get over it is that I know what his presence feel like. So I know how to attain it and show others individually how to get into that presence. That presence is simply sitting still and let God just move and let him speak to you. And that's the one thing that's helping me grow into the man that I need to be and godly man that I want to be is because I want to be able to lead a family. I want to be able to lead my wife because um, it says, you know, in his word that the man is head of the wife and Christ is that like the head of man, the head of church and the church is us. And being the representation of Christ or trying to be the image of Christ, we have to follow every single thing. And like I said, everybody has their own convictions. Not everybody has the same thing. Like my convictions are definitely completely from yours. Um, like <laughs> funny story about convictions right now. This past Sunday, uh, I was going to get a smoothie at Emerald City Smoothie. And some guy's car broke down in front of me. And uh, I was about to go help. But some reason I didn't. I just didn't do it. And I got the biggest conviction. It was like, why didn't you go help Carden? That was an opportunity to um, help him. And so I even have the John 3.30 sticker on the back of my truck. And it says, he's greater than I. Because that's literally what the, the scripture says. And so I'm like, man, everybody has seen that. And I didn't get out to help. Like, what are you doing, Carden? So I was like a little bit beating myself up. But I asked for forgiveness. And I asked God, like, I'm sorry. Like, I should have listened. I should have done it. And... You know, it's just following your convictions that can get you to a spot like that. But just growing in general and knowing that what I'm trying to steward over, which is myself, like I said, in following God, learning how to lead so I can lead a family and lead a wife and uh, just making Christ the head of everything I do. So when that time comes, which I, I just have a feeling, like I said, these next couple of months of being a mate, I just have a feeling that it's going to really break through. I mean, I'm having, I want to, I want to overshare that same having a breakthrough right now, but, um, God has been good this past month, even with me going through even trials. Like you guys have to realize through isolation season, even with trials, you have to praise God because even though it looks bad, even though it looks terrible, there's good to it. There's so much good to it. And the enemy will try to do everything he can just to knock you off of that mindset of knowing that there is good. Like there's so much good to it and that the glory of God and who he is and the, the amazing man he is. There's so much more to what we think and see just because it's not what we want it to look like. And um, I want to actually like go over that. So I had a sermon, no, not a sermon, but God has turned up a word in me and we're going to go over right now because I believe exactly what needs to be said to right now because but that question of being isolated I think a lot of you know people in their walk don't expect to be in this type of season of isolation and it's not exactly what they look like so um we're going to go over that and the book I'm going to go through is Exodus so if you haven't know what Exodus is about Exodus is about Moses and Moses bringing the Israelites to the promised land out of Egypt and them crossing the Red Sea them going to the desert walking into the jungle like they're literally their walk to the promised land it took them 40 years to do it, it took them a longer time than they were expected to do it but there are so many things going on with that so it's just an amazing part of why god was doing this work for me because let me give you a little background for what 
God was saying to me. So in this time of season, that was him. I was wanting a specific thing to happen for me. And I, God kept telling me to wait, kept telling me to wait. And I kept thinking about the destination and not worrying about the journey. And so I'm like, God, this looks exactly not what we talked about. What is going on? I'm mad at you. Um, I love you, but I'm mad at you. Like, I'm upset because this is not exactly what we talked about. This is not exactly the plan that I wanted to go through. And it's not what I think that I should be doing right now, you know? And it was, like, simply, like, sitting. I was sitting in my car, and I was driving, and then he just brought up, like, the part of Moses. I'm like, okay. Um, Telling me, like, there's always a different plan, like, Moses was so known in Egypt and, you know, part of the Pharaoh's family that he got to the point where Egypt, not Egypt, Moses realized that he was a Hebrew and that he would have to come to understanding that he was and that the, he saw that the, the, or the Egyptians were talking to Hebrews and he ended up killing the Egyptian because of what he felt. And so when he they found out that he killed him or he just felt that guiltiness and he left and he fled and he left into a um he just did like he literally did and during that time when he became or he left he became a shepherd and he was over stewarding uh you know lambs and everything and just the stuff that he had to do to grow into the man that he was and so god brought me to the point of like look i asked god this question because i'm like man um I even had the opportunity to go play football again and ask God, like, okay, God, like, why do I, why did none of this work out? Like, why did me playing football not work out? And then he, like I said, he brought me to Moses and he's like, the things that happened to Moses that weren't working out made it into a shepherd. For you, you were a football player and you study a playbook, but now I'm calling you to this to study my playbook. And so that hit me because I'm like, okay, God, like, the whole time the journey looked different, but the ending was exactly what I needed to do. You made me study one field to join another battlefield and it prepared me. And so it was good because not only he gave me that word, but he gave me a lot more of what needed to happen. And it's it's tough sometimes. I'm telling you guys, like it's really is tough to um navigate through seasons. And have a positive mindset. But you had to have it. Because it's going to tear you down if you don't. And learning the faithfulness of who God is. And that he's always going to be there. And be there with you. And hold your hand. God you reach your hand out. Everything that he says in his word. It's going to come out to play. And then come out to your goodness. That God will always do it. And so one of my favorite songs. As well as Maverick City. Is that. Um, this is. Not my power. Not my might. But it's through God's power. Like, it literally was like, um, why did it go? I got to pull it up. It's only, okay, it's not my power, not by might, but only through the living God. Saying that God's power is a lot more, and it is. Um, God's power is abundantly greater than everything. He is abundantly greater than everything. He's the king of king, Lord of lords. He of he is the life. He's the beginning, the end, the alpha, the omega, what is, what is, was, and what it is to come. Like, he's all of that. And so, 
everything submitted to God and who he is will come out to play. So let me find this uh, uh, scripture, this verse. I'm trying to think of it. I'm, let me think. I know the Holy Spirit's going to tell me soon. I'm just waiting. <laughs> but <laughs> this is what I go through. I literally be sitting here asking the Holy Spirit to bring me to the right spot of where the certain scripture he wants to show me and talk about. And so that's the greatest thing about having the Holy Spirit is not only because he's there with you, but he also ministers to you and corrects you. So it's amazing that he's able to show me this. Uh, what is it? Um, I know it's going to pop up. Okay. Exactly. Like, uh, it was, you know, in numbers as well. And as well exodus so exodus gives the whole story of what what happened and why they were leaving as well the crying of those people so in your season you're gonna be crying like you're always gonna be crying about something and you know the season of crying out for help like god i need your help i need your help and things are gonna god hears that like things are gonna come to good for you but here i found the i found it Okay, so like for me, this is exactly what God said. So going back to my topic about isolation and how the journey does not look like the destination that we wanted or the journey looks nothing like we wanted. But we're going to go to Numbers 14, 1 through 3. So here it is. I'm reading an NLT. I could go to the KJV if I want to, but the NLT was just happened to be on my phone. But when the whole community began weeping aloud and they cried all night, their voices arose in their great uh, chorus of a protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we had died in Egypt or even in the wilderness, they complained. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as a plunder. Why would it be better for us to return to Egypt? When they planted among themselves, let us choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. So, how many times of us have been in that position of where we're going through a season where like, man, God, just take me back where we started. Take me back to where I didn't have to go through this. Take me back to the spot where I'd rather just suffer back then in my old spot than it is right now. But you got to remember that even though God promised them the land, they're walking through the promise to get to the land. Because God said that I'm going to give you this and you're just going to be milk with honey. But Everything through isolation in the season of growing is that, yes, it may not look like what it's supposed to look like, but the promise is still there and you're walking through it. And it just may not be the route that you want it. It's God's route, but it's going to get you to the same spot. But you're going to come to a position in your life where you're able to stewardship over it better than you were be able to before. So, and I just want to share that because I even asked God that, like, why is this journey not looking like it's supposed to be looking? Why is that not supposed to how it's supposed to be? And he literally simply brought me to this because he was like, no matter how many times you cry out to go back, what I got for you is better. And it's going to look different, but you're still going to be able to be at the same spot I told you we're going to be at. But you're going to be able to be in it way better than you were before. And that helped me because it just showed that even with the times of going through that and the Israelites going through that, God still covered them. God was a, literally a cloud that he said that he would cover them day and night to make sure they're able to walk through their their path. 
God gave him water through a rock. Gave him food in the jungle. Gave him manna to eat. So I want to say that whatever journey you're going through and the path you're going to, and regardless, God is still going to cover you. God is still going to feed you. God is still going to give you water to thirst. Like, there's going to be, God's going to provide for you regardless, even though it may not look like the journey that you're supposed to be taking. And in that journey, how much you want to bet that a lot of those people realize who God is and the faithfulness he is, even though it may not look like it, and it may be going through trouble of that journey, but God still allows you to go through it, but he still allows you to be covered by him and by his greatness. And so when they got to Mount Sinai, like Moses spent those nights with him, 40 days, 40 nights. But the journey was worth it because not only was God there the whole time, it allowed Moses to grow as a leader. So that's what God was showing me. That regardless of the season I'm going through, the journey I'm going through, that he's still going to provide for me. He's still going to cover me, give me water, still feed me. But I'm going to grow into the man that I need to be to overcome anything in that situation when I get to my promised land. So I can get that milk and honey. So I don't know who this is for or who is out there. But your isolation season and the, the thing you're going through right now, and the season you're going through right now of learning how to have self-control um, grow into humility and as well just knowing how to surrender is a season. It's 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 a season. Like I'm constantly gonna be going through those seasons. And you don't go through that season one time. I'm just gonna say that one like completely once. You don't go through these seasons one time. God will constantly bring these seasons back to you to help you continue to grow in spiritual and grow into the faith that you have in him. And when you grow into this stuff continually, it's gonna I'm telling you, the power of God and the authority you have and who he is is going to be so great in your life and that the might of who he is is going to just overpower everything that you possibly think. So, like, keep going. Keep going through this journey. God's feeding you. God's giving you water. God's going to cover you. Your isolation season, God's there with you. I know it's tough. I know it could be discomforting. It could be discouraging but God is still with you and like I said take advantage of it and this is the best season for you to grow even though it could possibly suck and doesn't look good this is the best season for you to be the best version of you ever because um like I said right before I walked through my little season of isolation there's an individual she gave me an amazing word because she sat down with me and we got like very intentional. She said something to me that has stuck to my heart and I've keep it with me all the time. She said, you have to walk in love. You had to learn to walk, like walk in love. And that has gotten to me because no matter what season you're going through, no matter what season of isolation of learning to grow or just any trial and storm, you got to walk in love because your faith and your tribulation how you overcome it it's gonna pour out to somebody else and let you let them grow not only that god's gonna be able to use you through that season to help somebody else because they're gonna see that you're growing from it so i encourage you to keep going and now this has been an amazing episode right now just because we go over one topic but i got, was allowed to import different questions and different thoughts into it and 
things that are going to be happening in your walk. And I'm going to keep it real. Like I said, I'm going to keep this stuff real. It is not easy, but it's so dang worthy. The love of God is so worthy. So I'm going to start slowly wrapping up this podcast episode. And we're going to be back Thursday. So I'm going to give yourself a little break. Give yourself a little ponder on it. And I challenge you this week. There you go. I'm going to start challenging you guys weekly. That I'm going to challenge y'all to give every request to God and submit it and have faith in it and constantly store it over what he gave you right now. So whatever it is, tell God. Matter of fact, we're going to pray after this. We're going to pray. But the challenge of the week is think about where you're stewarding over stewardship overing and what you could tell God that would be better in it. That's my challenge. I want you to spend at least like 10 minutes with God. Longer? Go ahead. 10 minutes is not long. It really is not. That's like a prayer. For me, I pray for I pray for 15, worship for 15, read the word for 15. That is 45 minutes of being with God. And that three hours soaking on top of that, you would not cash me out anywhere else. But with God, I'm not perfect. I'm not, um, how do I say it? Clean all the way. You know, we're all trying. We're all trying to be righteous. We're all going to move righteous and be purified. But let's pray real quick. I'm going to pray over you all. Father God, I just want to say thank you for this individual for listening to this episode, Lord. Whatever you have them in their season of isolation and the season of growing or just even to learn how to have self-control or gain humility as well, learning how to surrender, Father God, that you give them the full faith and joy. Let them take some of my joy in their walk, Father God, that when they receive it, Lord, they learn that the stewardship that you give them over a specific thing, they could, they're able to maintain it in faith, Lord, and that what do you forgive them, Lord, whatever thought you give them, the vision you give them, Lord, that is not just because, but you give it to them because you know that they're going to be able to reach it and they're able to maintain it, Father God. So any attack from the enemy, any tactic, any plan, any scheme, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Not bind it up and catch it to the pits of hell. For this person that's listened to this is worthy. They're amazing. They're fearfully and wonderfully made. They're a masterpiece. They are loved. They are a child of you, Father God. And that they're constantly moving your ways, Father God. Even when the days they feel like, gosh, I can't do it, Father, they lean on you even more because your strength is more stronger than anything. Your wisdom is more stronger than anything. The knowledge you bring is way bigger than everything. So, Father God, I just invite the Holy Spirit to lay their hands on them right now. The Holy Spirit lay their hand on them right now and fill them up with joy and wisdom and guidance, Father God. And it says, like I said, in Jeremiah 29, 11, that you give us a peace, a plan of peace and not evil. And that if we seek you, that you will come and be us, be here with us. And that if we draw near to you, you will draw near back to us, Father God. So in this season of isolation, I ask that they dig deep into you, Father God. They get the confidence and grow into the amazing person that they already are, Father God. For your love is greater than everything. So, Father, I just want to say thank you for this person. I thank you for the love you give us and who you are. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Wow, that was good. I love you all, and I'll see you guys Thursday. See ya!